Hello, this is Tiffy T, the Resale Queen, and welcome to Resale Queen Chronicles. I am your host, Tiffy T, the Resale Queen. I just wanted to say hello to all of my new viewers, all of the new listeners on the podcast uh, platforms. I understand there was some issues with getting the podcast uh, through, uh, I'm going to say iTunes, Apple Podcasts. And apparently, I think we've gotten that all straightened out. Um, I know for a fact people were able to listen to it, but I wasn't able to uh, get the links. So um, hopefully, uh, if that's the platform that you use, you are able to follow me and do everything that you normally can do. For some reason, we were having a little bit of issues with getting all the links together. Uh, but believe right now, everything is all set. Uh, I want to say hi to all of my international listeners. I know that we I we have now have one, two, three, four different countries that are either listening or watching. I want to say hello. And right up front, uh, I'm saying hello to all of our uh, listeners from other countries. Uh, I'm going to assume if you're listening is that listening or watching, it's because you uh, want to hear uh, or learn about online selling. In the United States, around this time of year, we talk about taxes and we talk about the best thing to do for taxes and things like that. So you may start to hear some things that I talk about and go, that sounds odd. That sounds crazy if you're not an American. Uh, however, what we discuss will also be useful for you in reference to bookkeeping and keeping your records straight. Because even though we're in different countries, we all still should need to know our money and know where things are and and also you know just kind of know where we where how much money we are making how much money we are spending we should know our numbers so the things i'm going to discuss about with you guys today is about tax planning but also uh going into the tax season uh 2020 uh so because for americans we will be filing our taxes this year uh, the IRS is going to uh, start looking at taxes at February 12th, I believe, is when you can uh, start filing electronically. And if you are a person that is using any of the uh, EIC credits, which is like the earned income credits, they will start looking at them on February 15th. Uh, Full disclosure, because some of you may say, whoa, you're talking about taxes and you uh, you're going to be speaking a lot about them. I am also a tax preparer. I have been doing tax preparation uh, at this point, probably about 15, 20 years. I have done it off and on uh, because it is a lot. Um, it does require it. Well, if you go to if you come to people that are just fly by night they're not going to classes and learning the things that they need to know they're just using a software and being a data inputter um the company that i have a franchise through which is called one stop taxes you do more than that it's not just inputting data you actually learn about taxes how they work uh the best way to put your client uh the best foot forward for them so uh, that's why you hear me talk about it. And I'm going to go into detail about some of the new changes that are coming up for businesses um, in reference to COVID that uh, are, are coming through. 
that are, excuse me, the credits that are coming through from the IRS. All right. So uh, in the beginning, so we're going to talk about some good things that you uh, should just be doing as far as record keeping. All right. So when it comes into record keeping, you want to keep your receipts. Like keep your receipts. I cannot stress that enough because if you don't keep your receipts and let's just say for some reason you end up being audited by the IRS, you don't have proof of things. That is a problem because you don't have proof. Now, you can have backup. You can have... Um, uh, what I would say, um, you can keep a digital copy of them, which I, which I actually do. I have a scanner that scans the receipts and things like that. Um, you will, if you use your debit card or a credit card, you should have some type of proof of of the purchase. However, it doesn't break down what the receipt does, and when things happen like that, if you happen to um, have an issue where they're questioning a purchase, then you're going to need to have the receipt to prove what you purchased because what's on your uh, statement from the bank doesn't show what you purchased. It just shows you went to that store. So that's one thing to, to do and keep that. Uh, and not just for keeping for tax purposes, you want to keep that for online selling as well. Um, there are times of, well, I'll put this right. There was a time in Amazon history, I wouldn't do it now, where you could just keep your store receipts. And if there was like an inauthentic claim or you wanted to get approved in a certain category, you could just send them your store receipt. Those days are over. Uh, but there was a time <laughs> when that when that was the case. Uh, what's nice to have um, also is I've had a situation with a customer, the item got destroyed through the mail system really bad. I mean, really bad. Um, the customer thankfully was good. They got their money back. I did my whole uh, damage claim with the post office. And the, the, the customer was like, um, I'm, I'm happy to get my money back, but I'm really bummed because I really wanted this particular item. I can't find it anywhere. Where did you find it? I was able to tell them, I said, well, I let me go find out where I got it from. Now it was a liquidation, but I said I believe I knowing where I got the liquidation from, I was able to tell them this is the particular store that it may have come from. Doesn't mean that it's there right now. Uh, about a week or two later, they contacted me to say I actually was able to find it at that store. It was in the clearance section. he would have thought. So they were happy. I was happy. I had a good, I, you know, even though they ended up getting their money back, it made for a nice interaction with the customer. Um, you always want to have a good interaction with your customer. You just never know uh, what the situations could be, what, what situations are. I try to, and I know this, I'm talking about taxes, but I just want to get into this a little bit deeper. I try to make sure that I don't make it hard for my customers to do business with me. Um, in that particular instance, I know that it's real safe to say that some people would have said, oh, it was damaged. Tell them to make a claim. No, I made the claim. 
and I gave him the money back. I ended up getting the check like probably about a month or so later from, from the post office. But honestly, um, it's better customer service, in my opinion, to for you to handle the things like that. Because when you um, when you put it on the customer to do customer service, they remember. And that's the best way I'm going to put that. <laughs> All right. So the next thing I want to discuss is inventory. So I know a lot of people, um, actually, we have a question up here uh, that says, what do I need to know about inventory? Do I run a report? Good question. So it's according to your, your platform. Now, if you do the things that I teach you, then you kind of already have an inventory list, which I teach to have, have a spreadsheet of your inventory. Uh, or if you are using like a listing software, you should be able to run a report on your listing software um, that has your inventory levels on there for you. Um, and I say a listing tool, I'm not talking about these cross listing tools because they may not have that functionality, but I'm talking about a listing tool that we're, those things that we're paying a couple hundred dollars for every month, uh, like the e-com dashes. Um, and I'm saying e-com dashes, that's what I have. However, I'm forgetting something else. <laughs> There's like a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of different ones that are a little bit more expensive for you to list on the big guys like Amazon, eBay, and Walmart that integrate those. Uh, so those should have, have like inventory reports so that you can see them. If not, you can always um, run run reports off of, um, off of your inventory. So if you happen to be on eBay, um, you can run like a sales report or inventory report, I believe if you have a store. If you don't have a store, what I would suggest, if you happen to be running the inventory report now because you need to know how much inventory you had on December 31st, because you need to know that information uh, in order to um, get your taxes done, to have, a, have those things done accurately. You want to run the report as of whatever day. If you can make it December 31st, that would be better <laughs> if you can uh, make it December 31st. If you can't go back that far, then what you want to do is do a pull all of your inventory. You want to add everything that you sold after January 1st. And you want to, um, yeah, so you want to, everything that you've sold every, after January 1st that was part of your inventory, um, on December 31st, you're going to add that to your to your total. And I hope that made sense. So if you pull your report or if you can't pull a report or you have, you want to pull your inventory, you want to pull your listings. And if you've sold something after January 1st up to that day and it was part of your inventory on December 31st, you want to add that to your number because that was part of your outstanding inventory that was not sold yet. And you'll need that amount for when you do your taxes, okay? Next thing I want to talk to you guys about is your mileage. Mileage is a big thing, especially for thrifters. Uh, every time you go to Goodwill, you can get paid for that. I believe it's about 54 cents a mile that you can claim. So 
every time you go there and you come back, you claim that. Now, the biggest thing with that is you have to keep a log. So one of the things that I like to do, I, there is a free service online. It's called ifftt.com. With what that really means is if this, then that. If you are familiar with uh, Excel, that makes sense to you. What that means is once one thing happens, that triggers this result. So if you use that website, they you can use that website for free. Uh, they do have a paid service, but you can use uh, three uh, services on it without having to pay. You can set on there locations that you normally go and it will follow you on your cell phone. And when you go to that location, you can have it make an entry in like a Google sheet. So you can have my mileage sheet and it'll have a Google entry and it will show on this particular date, you went to such and such goodwill. So that can trigger for you when you do your taxes, okay, I have my mileage for that. I have my mileage for that. I have my mileage for that. You're, it's going to be the same mileage every time. So you, if you just, you know, keep that log, now you have your mileage log and you don't have to pay for it. Now, there are other services that you can buy, like apps and things like that, that um, are not necessarily free. Or you can do the handy dandy way, a pen and paper <laughs> and write down that you want those places. Now, for for me, this uh, last year, my uh, my mileage is actually going to be a little bit lower uh, because we have really started to utilize the pickup function from um, from UPS and from uh, USPS from the Postal Service. We have really started to utilize those services. So my mileage is not the same that it used to be. Also, at twenty twenty. Uh, we had a shutdown. So I was not outsourcing at stores. Uh, retail arbitrage is not a big part of my inventory anymore. So my mileage amount has gone down. Uh, so I don't expect that I'll be claiming a lot. But anytime that if I went to go, if you go to pick up a pallet, that's mileage. Think about that. So if you want to auction, you pick up a pallet, that's that is mileage. That's for your business. It's a, you may not think of it that way, but it is. So next thing are going to be the fees, fees that you pay to eBay, fees that you pay to Amazon, fees that you pay to PayPal. I think we talked about uh, managed payments a couple, um, a couple podcasts ago. And I told you guys that I was paying over $10,000 in fees to PayPal. And that's when I realized, okay, this managed payments might be working out more for me because I don't have the PayPal fee. Um, well, I don't have the PayPal fee in reference to eBay sales. Let's put it that way. Cause there's still PayPal fees for other platforms that we sell on. Um, but all of those fees are, are, are tax deductible. So you can deduct all of those fees. Uh, so all the fees for eBay, Amazon, any platform, uh, if you have a VA, like I know a lot of people on Poshmark are now getting uh, virtual assistants to share their closet and things like that. You pay for that. That's 
that that's something that you can deduct. It's something that you get for your business. It's ad, uh, it's admin support. People are part of like sourcing groups. Uh, I call them like the list groups where they send out a list of the hot items to buy, to resell on different platforms. Uh, if you, the money that you pay to be in those groups, tax deductible. It's a, like, it's a professional fee for your profession. Uh, if you uh, bought an ebook to help you, so if you bought my ebook that is currently on Amazon right now called What the Hell Do I Sell on eBay? And I believe it's only like $3.99. I make a couple cents. Thanks. <laughs> if you bought that, that's tax deductible. If you bought a course uh, to help you with learning online reselling, tax deductible. You see, if you also things like if you are using like Instagram to sell your sell some of your products, as I uh, which is something that I'm getting ready to do is you can take your store and put it on on Instagram. The fees for that uh, you can deduct as well as I know for me. I needed a little bit of help of how the integration and things like that work. I took a little class for that. Tax deductible. See what I mean? So those are all those, those are just things to kind of keep in mind. And that's just really just general in any business. But I wanted to, you know, keep it with the uh, uh, theme for online selling. So what we're going to do, we are going to take a quick break and after the break, we're going to discuss some of the things that are changing for this year that you need to know about. What if, what if I'm not taking all my deductions? What if I'm supposed to get more? What if I don't have time to go to a professional? Let One Stop Taxes take the stress out of this tax season. Our tax professionals can give you a quote in minutes using the My One Stop Taxes app found in the Apple Store or Google Play. Using your cell phone and tablet, take pictures of your ID and tax documents, select your tax preparer's name, upload your documents, and submit. It's that simple. Your preparer will send you a customized tax quote back, then you can approve it and sign your return all from home. Need cash fast? Request a cash advance and you could receive your money within hours. Download the My One Stop Taxes app today and let us do the rest. Download the free One Stop Taxes app today. Get your free quote. Choose Tiffany Tracy as your tax preparer to receive your free quote. Shipping can be complicated and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to ShipStation, a web-based shipping software for online retailers. Import orders from wherever you sell and create labels for however you ship, all in one place. With our powerful automation tools, mobile app, and branded tracking page, you can focus less on shipping and more on growing your business. With ShipStation, you save both time and money. Let's get ship done. Get started with ShipStation today. Click the link in the description box to receive a special discount from ShipStation. And we are back. Thank you for coming back. Uh, we, we are going to uh, start talking about some of the things that are changing uh, for, for this tax season that is actually really helpful for business owners, uh, things that are changing due to COVID. And we have one quick question here that says, I got unemployment and a 1099 from PayPal and Amazon. Will I have to pay taxes? That's a very 
broad question uh, because that's going to, I can't say yes or no, but I, but what I will do is let you know about things that will be helpful for you so that you probably won't have to, or at least it will make that your tax liability is lower. So one of the things that uh, is happening this year is the Family Medical Leave Act credit for small for businesses. So if you happen to have a 1090, happen to be getting like a 1099 this year and you have a Schedule C on your taxes, there is a credit that you can use for either if you personally had the coronavirus, if you had to take care of someone that had the coronavirus, or if you had a child that was out of school due to coronavirus. So the way that um, they have it set up is there is 10 days that you can claim for if you had coronavirus or if you had to take care of someone with coronavirus. So you can claim uh, approximately like the amount of money that, that you are saying that you may have made during that time period. But for some reason, well, not for some reason, but due to COVID, you weren't able to do that because you had coronavirus or you uh, was taking care of someone that had coronavirus. The, the next one is going to be if you had a child that was out of school due, due to coronavirus, you get to actually claim up to 50 days. Yes, 50. I said five zero, 50 days. You get to uh, you get to use that credit. So the way that that kind of works is, you don't just blanket say, "Oh, I would have made ten thousand dollars." No, 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 no. <laughs> and if you come to me or someone that's within the company that I work with and say, "Oh, I would have made ten thousand dollars a day," you better have a whole bunch of proof. But honestly, we're probably not going to put that amount um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so there's actually like a reasonable like threshold anyway. I believe it's about $500 daily threshold that you can kind of claim. Um, I know for me, when I was checking out this credit, I said, if I look at everything, I would probably be doing anywhere between uh, $55 to $100 a, a day because that's approximately what I would have been able to make on my reselling business. Probably a little bit more, but it's I would just, I have to look at what my last all my last year numbers were because I want to make sure that I'm not doing something that is outrageous that will trigger someone to go. I don't know what she talked about. She'll make that type of money, you know. So I'm not saying that you'll be audited or anything like that, but you just want to make sure you don't want red flags. You just want that return to go in smoothly without anyone any bells or whistles going off. So that's one particular credit that that since uh, you were talking about here, you have a 1099 from PayPal and Amazon, but you also got unemployment. So if you happen, if you did get coronavirus, you could claim 10 days. If you took care of someone that had the coronavirus, you can claim 10 days. If you happen to have a child that was in school and they were out uh, due to coronavirus uh, with school being closed, you get to claim up to 50 days. It's not a bad little credit, <laughs> not at all. The other credit that uh, is going to be very helpful and is because since you talked about unemployment, 
anyone that has a child and they're used to getting these extra tax credits uh, for having a child, everyone knows EIC, Earned Income Tax Credit. Everyone knows um, knows what that is. That's that extra couple thousand dollars that takes care of your liability and you end up getting a nice hefty refund out of it. Well, if you were on unemployment in 2020, you are not actually earning income. So only the income that you earned could be used towards getting that credit. Well, thankfully, uh, Congress uh, can't realize that that's going to be a hardship for a lot of people. I mean, it's it's a hardship right now uh, with, you know, even with the little bit of stimulus that's coming, uh, that, that has come, it's still a hardship. So what they are offering for this year is what they call a look back credit. So what that means is when you get to the portion of your earned income credit, where you would be putting in the information, um, you know, about how many dependents you have, and it's going to look at what you actually earned. If that amount isn't close to what it was the year prior, you can go to your 2019 tax return and use your adjusted gross income and use it again for 2020. So let me explain that again. So when you go to use your earned income credit, if for some reason, probably due to unemployment, you don't have the same amount of, of earned income credit that you can claim because you didn't technically earn what you would normally earn because you were on unemployment or basically you're on unemployment. So it wasn't earned. You can use your AGI, your adjusted gross income from 2019. And that you can use to help you get the credit that you're used to having. Not a bad, not a bad thing at all. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. So uh, that's the uh, look back credit. So if so, if you're doing your taxes, or if you have someone like me prepare them for you, I am uh, in my uh, interviews of the, when I'm talking to people about their taxes of what the things that I'll need for them because I do everything virtually. I am going to ask for a copy of your 2019 taxes uh, if I didn't do them last year so that um, we can get that amount in the event that that credit that's uh, that that's something that you have that you are eligible to use and that would be great so the next thing is going to be the recovery rebate so the recovery rebate is uh, for those of you who did not receive your stimulus payment but you were eligible and you were eligible and you did not receive it. You can receive it in your tax refund. So for if you, the last round that just came out that, what was it? I can't remember how much it was. Was it $600? I don't, you would, if I got one, I would know. Um, it was, I think it's like $600 or something like that. It was, I'm, Oh, I should know this, <laughs> but I, I apologize. Um, I think, yeah, it was only $600. So if you didn't get your 600, 
um, but you were eligible to get it, you can now file for it so that you can have it. So if you didn't get the first round and you should have gotten it, you can file for it and you'll get it in your return. Uh, from what I understand, um, if you owe, I believe it can pay what you owe. So meaning if you are going to be owing in taxes uh, for 2020, that can pay it for you. So instead of you coming out of pocket, the stimulus will just pay it for you. So you never, it never touched you, it never touched your hands or you'll, you can get the difference. Uh, so that is uh, one of the newer things uh, for, for this tax season. So let's just review really quick. We have the FMLA uh, Credit Act, uh, which is the, uh, I think it's uh, credit form. I think it's form 7202. Uh, the Family Medical Leave Act credit. Now, this is only for people that are self-employed. So you have to have a Schedule C on your taxes. So you'll be able to claim 10 days if you had the coronavirus, 10 days if you took care of someone that have had the coronavirus, or 50 days if you had a child that was out of school due to due to who. Uh, due to the, the quarantine. So you are able to use that credit to help you with your tax liabilities. And I have seen the tax returns. It does significantly change things. It, 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 it changes things. I will say uh, for, I was very prepared for when I speak to people about taxes this year before all these changes came out to get people prepared and set their expectations so that their tax return refund would not be the same that they were used to. I was very prepared to have those conversations with clients uh, this year, but due to these new credits, the Family Medical Leave Act credit and the look back credit, that's making it so that conversation may not be the same, <laughs> quite simply. Uh, I, that was a conversation I was going, I was putting together in my head so that I had it all straight for when I speak, speak to clients so that they knew up front, hey, look, you're used to getting like 8,000 back because you got two, three kids. If you got the stimulus, more than likely, they're going to count that as something. Just know that your tax return may not be the same way as it was the prior years. I was very, very prepared to have conversations like that. I am still in a way giving that expectation that, hey, look, remember we got a stimulus. So it may not be outrageous again this year. However, if a person has a 1099 and they are self-employed, this, uh, especially this Family Medical Leave Act credit, that right there can change, will, will, will change everything. And then with the look back credit where you can use 2019's AGI versus the AGI for your 2020 taxes, that change, changes the whole system again. So these credits are, uh, these are the COVID, I call them COVID credits. These credits are brand new for this year due to coronavirus. So if you are in this situation where you had a child, you're selling on eBay, you, you better be filing with the 50 days 
because uh, I could tell you for me, with dealing with online school, I am not able to do all the things that I normally do uh, during the time period where my child is in school. Not even close. Uh, honestly, it's hard. It, it's been in the beginning of the pandemic. It was really hard to keep up with shipping because people were buying online by crate like crazy. So the orders weren't orders were piling in. However, then but then the shipping because you're dealing with online school. My husband was up very late, many nights handling shipping, very late handling shipping. And then we went through the process of, okay, we done shipped all this stuff out. Now you got to replenish it with listings. Took a while to get, to get a good amount of nice inventory because it seemed like the liquidation markets were kind of dried up for a while. Uh, you know, for, because different states had different things going on with quarantine. So some businesses that were in the liquidation field weren't considered essential. So they weren't open. It it was crazy for a while. It, it was like for a time period, we it was it actually it was a good thing we couldn't get inventory because we were shipping like crazy. But then we had a time period where it was hard to get inventory because not everything was open. It was it, so yeah, I'm getting my 50 days. You need to get your 50 days too. If you have a child that uh, was out of school, well, all the children were out of school, but if you have a child and you are self-employed and you didn't get to do all your eBay listings, you didn't get to do your Poshmark listings, you better take that 50 days. You earned that. And anyone that tells you that you didn't, you tell them talk to me. Because as far as I'm concerned, we all pay into this system. And it's about time that the little guy got a little something out of it. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> so... That's a little bit of my recap on uh, taxes for online resellers. We talked about keeping your receipts. Uh, make sure you have your inventory reports together. You need to know what your inventory was on December 31st, 2020. Keep your mileage records together. Okay. Also, um, I didn't talk about this, but I think it's self-explanatory. You're going to get a whole bunch of 1099s right now. Uh, I'm getting 1099s like crazy. They're all coming online. Uh, so uh, my suggestion, knowing, knowing how these places work, they have until January 31st, technically to have it mailed out to you if it needs to be mailed. Um, I can, that's why I kind of always wait until like the second or third week of February. That's what I, before I file anything. So you want, cause you want to get all your 1099s together. Yes, you can do an amendment. I'll be happy to take care of that for you but it would be a lot easier on you uh, if, if you decide to um, just wait a little bit to make sure that you got all of your, um, all your forms. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for the useful information. You're welcome. I, I'm thankful that uh, it's helping out someone. Uh, I never want you guys to be in, in, into this resale business and not, uh, not put yourself in a good place financially, because after all, that's what we're doing this for. Lisa, I know that's that's what I'm doing it for. So, and we talked about your 1099s, talked about keeping track of your fees. Now, if you have something like GoDaddy Bookkeeping, you already have this stuff. Go, In fact, if you have GoDaddy Bookkeeping, they already have like a little 
a Schedule C like form on on their little report system. So it's really simple. You just print it out and give it to a person like myself and we can take care of it. Now, I'll be honest, if you have that, um, if you happen to have that information, then I will, um, uh, it's a lot easier on me to do those taxes. And we have a question here. Kendra Ramos, do you offer consulting services to help a person learn the resale business? Oh, that's so sweet. I do not really offer consulting services. I did at a point in time. I honestly just talk to people for free. Uh, what I can what I can do is you can always either send me, hit me up either in a DM or email. You can email me at info at resellqueen.com. Hit me up on an email. I'll I'll chat with you. Um what I like to do because I'm, it sounds weird that uh, I'm not in this for the money in that way, but I'll definitely help you learn. I'll point you to different videos that you can look at that either I made or a fellow reseller made to help you with your journey. Um, in reference to doing like consulting, I kind of don't really have the time to be quite honest. Uh, I really don't, not with the way everything's going in my life right now, but I'll definitely have a conversation with you and we can do that privately. And uh, I can see where you are in your journey and I can give you some good, helpful tips. And that's to anyone, if that's what you want, you can send me an email at info at resellqueen.com. And I will put that uh, in the chat. Uh, so you can email me at info at resellqueen.com and I will be happy to have like a little chat or we could maybe have a little session. And I can also put you um, into uh, the community. Uh, there's a nice set of um, re resellers that I have linked up with in, on Instagram and on, and on Twitter. So you can join that community uh, and learn from all of us because I feel I learn from them every day. Uh, so feel free to contact me that way. Uh, yes, thank you. Oh, thank you, she put awesome. So yes, feel free to contact me that way. And I will be happy to like do like a quick Zoom session or something like that with you. Uh, that's kind of how, how I operate. I also, like I said, I also have a book uh, on Amazon. It's an ebook. It's about $3.99. It's called What the Hell Do I Sell on eBay? Uh, as I said, it's free. It's an ebook. If you click the links in my description box, you might be able, I believe, yeah, it's in the description box. On YouTube, you'll be able to get a link uh, to purchase my ebook. It's about, I think, $3.99, $3.50. That gives you uh, about a good 15 different categories that you can start to look in to learn about uh, learn about which categories to start reselling in. And I believe in teaching people and doing this in a cheap way. I'm not going to, I will never tell you to pull out a credit card and spend a thousand dollars if you don't have it. But I'm going to, I like to show people how to do it with either nothing or next to nothing. And that ebook, goes through all different levels. It shows you how to do it for free and it shows you how to do it cheaply. And it will show you how you can do it with putting some more skin in the game. All right, guys, I really hope that this was helpful uh, for everyone. 
I will be right back after this. Shipping can be complicated and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to ShipStation, a web-based shipping software for online retailers. Import orders from wherever you sell and create labels for however you ship, all in one place. With our powerful automation tools, mobile app, and branded tracking page, you can focus less on shipping and more on growing your business. With ShipStation, you save both time and money. Let's get shipped done. Get started with ShipStation today. Click the link in the description box to receive a special discount from ShipStation. Tax season is full of what ifs. What if I'm not taking all my deductions? What if I'm supposed to get more? What if I don't have time to go to a professional? Let One Stop Taxes take the stress out of this tax season. Our tax professionals can give you a quote in minutes using the My One Stop Taxes app, found in the Apple Store or Google Play. Using your cell phone or tablet, take pictures of your ID and tax documents, select your tax preparer's name, upload your documents, and submit. It's that simple. Your preparer will send you a customized tax quote back, then you can approve it and sign your return all from home. Need cash fast? Request a cash advance and you could receive your money within hours. Download the My One Stop Taxes app today and let us do the rest. Download the free One Stop Taxes app today. Get your free quote. Choose Tiffany Tracy as your tax preparer to receive your free quote. And we are back. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the sponsor. So we are here with the Resell Funnies. This portion of the show is where I always find what I call like a cute little uh, meme about reselling so that we can get our laugh on because Lord knows we sure do need it. So this particular uh, meme, if you remember the Sandra Bullock movie that came on Netflix um, uh, that everyone had to cover their eyes. I forget what it was called. It was not, it was like bird song or something like that. And I remember I watched it and I was mad that I gave, gave it my life for an hour and a half. However, it's the part where her and the kids were, you know, boy and girl, if you remember the movie, they're on the, on the little boat, uh, going to a place to get them away from whatever the little monster was. And it says, customer, can I pay $5 for your $50 item? Oh, and can you see about discount shipping? Me. And they're blind to it. So what I, I find that a little funny because a lot of times you do get like these low ball, uh, low ball questions when it comes to our items. And honestly, <laughs> you just kind of just be nice and just say, I'm sorry, I can't let it go for that month, for that low. This is one of the reasons why I prefer eBay's method of putting the amount that you will decline and the amount that you will, will uh, accept right on the listing. So you never have to deal with that crap. That's just me. <laughs> so I hope you guys really enjoyed this installment of Resell Queen Chronicles, where we are talking about taxes. If you have any questions or concerns, always feel free to give me a shout me out in the email at uh, info at resellqueen.com. You can follow me on Instagram and I am resellqueen19320. I am resellqueen on Twitter. You can search resellqueen on 
Facebook, and you'll see my page there is Tiffy T, the Resale Queen. I am also on TikTok as Resale Queen. Wow, I'm on a lot of places. Uh, feel free to follow me at all those places. YouTube Streets is where I'm always at, and you can see everything there. If you like to watch me instead of listen to me on your uh, podcast platform, feel free to subscribe there and you can see all the videos. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'll see you again. Bye.